Today on Locked on Rockies, I ask a simple question. What needs to change to make you, the Rockies fan, buy in? You are Locked on Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Rockies fans. Welcome to the Locked on Rockies podcast for today, the fourth day of October in the year 2023. I'm your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. And if your team is the Colorado Rockies, you're in the right spot. That's what we do around here. You can find us on your favorite streaming service. You can find us on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel, where your subscription is the easiest and best way to help the show grow. To all of those that have subscribed and to all of those that have checked out the YouTube channel, thank you so much. I mean, to be... You know, a little behind the scenes here as we're in the off season mode. Uh, they, uh, the support has been great on the YouTube channel, and lots of people have been tuning in, and we got some great comments here. And uh, you can fire off your hot takes. Let us know about what you're thinking about the Colorado Rockies, especially on this episode, uh, where I'm asking a direct question to you, the Rockies fan out there. As we're navigating the offseason, what is it going to take for you to buy in? We're going to dive into that question. And I also want to uh, highlight another big theme of what we talked about this year uh, a lot, a few times. I guess a lot, a few times. Contradicting myself there on that one. But uh, something we talked about a lot and something we need to see a lot more of by the Colorado Rockies next year. Uh, let's dive into that and all sorts of Rockies baseball stuff today on the episode. But before we do that, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets. Guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Okay, so we're wrapping it up. We're recapping the season, and and, and we're going to dive deeper into players and, and, and such and I'm going to hopefully reach out to uh, to our guys over there at Purple Row with their uh, rank. Uh, they're doing all their player rankings, and we'll love to pick their brains a little bit about uh, about their players, their thought process and stuff like that as we're recapping the season. But I wanted to think about what has to happen this offseason in order to get you to be I, – I, I I'm saying buy in. I'm saying what has to happen for Rockies fans this offseason to make them sit there and say – I'm I'm in on the Rockies again. I'm excited about the Rockies. It's it's not a maybe. I I, I want to think about the moves that it, that the Rockies would have to make in order to say for for the apathetic Rockies fans out there to say, okay, I like this. I don't like the big bubble I just had in my <laughs> in my uh, throat there, but. I like these moves. I like this team. I'm interested in supporting this team. I'm, you know, the whole nine watching games, going to games, following the team, X, Y, Z, real genuine interest. And while I think that is still a bit off, especially in the grand scheme of how complicated and con and, and crowded Colorado sports are with an interesting potential that could be an uh, interesting wrinkle for the Rockies could be WNBA expansion. There, I believe they are talking about expansion tomorrow. And Denver, I believe, has long been rumored to be a front-running team. So, so the sports landscape in Colorado can only is, is only going to get more crowded. And we already know how much attention is paid for paid to the Broncos, no matter how successful or unsuccessful they may be. And right now. The Avs and the Nuggets deserve to be the talk and the fever and the focus 
of the town, especially the Nuggets being the, the most recent champion and the Avs still very much in a position to, do, to, to make some noise and be a, a playoff team. Those two teams are doing it right. Those two teams are are have have took the uh, uh, what was a ton of apathy for for mostly Nuggets fans. I, I think Avs fans have had a long history of passion, but they the the Avs navigated being one of the worst teams in hockey and got back, and now they're a big deal, and now they're a hot ticket. Now they're a big name in the NHL once again. And like you said, Nuggets top of the order with one of the best players, if not the best player in the entire league. So is are, are those the type of moves the Rockies have to make? Do the Rockies have to go out and get every big name free agent starting pitcher this year to 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 get fans back interested in Rockies baseball? Do is it is it immediate big splash go out there and 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 just open up that wallet Met style bring people in? Is that what Rockies fans are looking for? I don't think that really is the case. I think what would need to change for Rockies fans to buy in, to be confident in this, is a team showing change. Is it is a new sort of regime. It's an, a, a new era of someone that's not as closely connected to Bill to to uh, to Dick Momfort. Someone who's maybe not been in the organization and promoted from within, 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 or continuing to trot out the same managerial and coaching staff. I think that's what Rockies fans are looking for right now. I think it's it's I think Rockies fans are more concerned with the overall structure of the organization than just the pieces on the roster. I think a lot of fans that watched this year and 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 looked at see how the rookies did and how the young guys performed and and at least the small sample sizes we got from veterans like Chris Bryant and Brendan Rodgers mixed in with a solid year from Ryan McMahon. Again, it's it's is was he one of the best in the business? Defensively, yes, but Ryan McMahon still finishes as a 2.9 war player, so he is an above average player by two games, or nearly three really when you go up. So so Ryan McMahon, you might be underwhelmed by, you might not think he he was he's he's playing up to that full potential, but he's still someone that contributed and same with the other Rockies rookies, but the Rockies just kind of top out there. So is it just coaching? Is it just the the front office? That's how you change everything, though. The Rocky, I think the biggest change that could happen is is a change in culture, a change in philosophy, a change in mindset. That's what I think would get people excited about the Rockies again. Mixed in with this young way, new wave of exciting young players, they're there is more to be excited about the Colorado Rockies next year than go than there was going into this year. You can sit here and we can go through the offseason and we can go through everything feeling a tad bit more hopeful about the youth movement of the Colorado Rockies. But everything else surrounding that, surrounding development, surrounding uh, philosophy, surrounding approach, surrounding getting better that's where the question marks remain because i want to see i i I mean of course i want to just see you know if they replicate that's great if the if it's consistent and they're able to do things and 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 cut down on strikeouts and and show some improvement as they go into their a lot of their second years or second and a half year you know with the weird service times and stuff second third years of of major league experience 
It's a big year development-wise. And when I sit and I think about the issues about the Rockies, the development and the steps forward are where I get concerned. Because the Rockies need more than what they're getting on the field. And the, the Rockies have players it feels like we can be getting more out of. Or, or there's more there. But we haven't been able to reach that. So is it likely that's going to happen? Is there going to be a big shakeup this offseason? And would a big shakeup make you buy into these Rockies? Is a front office shakeup enough to make you interested in the team? Or does the front office need a shakeup and you still need to go out and get some big pitchers? You need to go out and get uh, some of the big names out there and convince people to come pitch, uh, come pitch for you. I don't know. But let's talk more about it coming up in segment number two. Before we do that, I'm going to tell you about our friends at FanDuel. FanDuel's got you covered with not only all your NFL action as it's in full swing, but they got you covered for the playoffs as well. If you want to go check out all the uh, prop bets, if you want to check out over-unders, if you want to check out all the uh, uh, action for the Major League playoffs, We'll check it out. And you can snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Yes, that's right. $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet at FanDuel. And uh, that's that's if you win or lose. So don't worry about it. Just place that $5 bet and you're going to get that $200 in bonus bets when you join FanDuel today. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get on the action. Like I said, football, baseball playoffs for a guy like me, prime sports time. I love, I mean, I wish the Rockies were there. I love the postseason baseball mixed in with my football. Get in and on the action at FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Kick off the NFL season and enjoy the playoffs with FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. You can also find us on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel where your subscription is the best way to help the show. And I appreciate each and every one of you for checking us out over there and joining us in the Locked On Rockies YouTube comment section where you can fire off your Rockies hot takes and let us know how you're feeling about the Colorado Rockies. And I kind of didn't finish off. I didn't land the point as well as I wanted to in my tease ahead to segment number two, because deep down, right, how I feel after this season is I don't think there is really a clear path the Rockies want to take, the fans want them to take, ones that align and ones that the, that that seem reasonable. Because I, I, I just don't ever feel like we're going to get the clean house moment. You know? We're never going to get the moment. Like, this is a, if, if this type of season happened for someone else, especially a team that maybe, you know, I, I, I'm curious how much pride the Rockies had, took in not losing 100 games and being able to always navigate, uh, you know, the fact that they haven't lost 100 games. But now you've joined the Infamy Club. Now you've been there. What truly will be the reaction of the Colorado Rockies? 
I mean, this is a team that's lost a lot before. This is a team that's lost nearly 100 games. Does it really matter they've lost five more or six more or three more or two more than there were other bad seasons? Have we really seen the Rockies hold themselves accountable for a season like this? No. We've never really we we've never really seen bad performance as front office for the Rockies ever de- get get uh, you know lead to change outside of the resignation of of, of Jeff Breidich. I mean, and I I think that the fact that he slunked away in the middle of a of a very very easy time to to to, to get yourself out of the headlines. That might be the only case, but but I I am trying to think of of a moment. I mean, there was there was moments with Dan O'Dowd, and there was certainly some issues there. But have the Rockies ever really sat there and embraced and faced the reckoning of a season of a losing season, and now mixed with the added magnitude of you lost a hundred games this year. You cannot trot out the same team next year and expect different results. This is a team that has to do something. This is a team that by track record will usually do something. But it's also a matter of a question of asking, will they do anything? Are they prepared to do anything? How can they change the narrative if the Rockies have never really changed much? So when we're looking at these things, and I, and I know this is kind of stuff we've talked about before, but, but it, it really continues to ring true. Ask yourself. Ask yourself. If you, by chance, I mean, and, and if you're listening, especially this deep into this episode uh, in the offseason and you're tuning in, you're a Rockies fan, ride or die, you're passionate, you love the team, and I, and I applaud you for that and I'm with you. But I want you to go and ask your friends and and or family or or people that you know that used to follow the Rockies, used to be an active member of Rockies Twitter, used to really be excited about this team during that playoff time and in the past, what they want, what they want from the team. And I'm not asking this, and I'm not asking it as a as a way to cover for the Rockies because they don't deserve cover. But I think that's a legit question the Rockies have to be asking. The Rockies cannot ignore the fact that their ballpark is filled with away fans more often than not. They can hide behind the attendance number. They can celebrate that, and it's money in Montfort's pocket. I get that. But there are people that know that that look at those optics, that understand those optics, that, that understand and have seen in the past when this team performs – that stadium is full of Rockies fans. That stadium is 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 ruckus for passionate baseball fans late in the season. And I just don't think this team is going to do an offseason, have an offseason this year to pull them back. I think this team is going to miss its opportunity to build up the excitement of a potentially really fun Rockies team in a couple of years. I don't think this team is going to do enough as a front office, or as an organization to instill a ton of confidence in the Rockies, the, the, the casual Rockies fan. And I think that this team is going to struggle even more than it already does 
to be relevant in the Colorado sports market. Never enough to where it fades away. It'll, it'll like we said, look at the, the the attendance numbers alone. But there's a lot of identity questions the Rockies have right now, and there's a lot of questions the Rockies have to deal with both on the field and off broadcast. Um, you know where how the, the the broadcasting rights is going to be a very interesting thing for the Rockies. That's the main way you you have to now get Rockies fans who have known and and, and had the and, and have been accustomed to watching the Rockies one way for all this time now have to switch and make that switch during a time when the Rockies just lost a hundred games. So. When we look for what has to change to get fans to buy in, the team has to fully buy in to re rebuilding and redemonstrating that this team can be successful. And on top of that, they need to make it sustainable and they need to back up their commitments like they say they're going to do. They need to build aggressively when they have the opportunity to do so. Because if we can, if we get another year of solid play from these rookies, but they're sunk by the fact that the Rockies don't have any starting pitching depth, that's a big problem. That's a big issue. And since the playoff teams, the Rockies have gotten worse season by season. The trend needs to be reversed. But the fact of the matter is, there's no signal that it's going to be changed from within the organization. So we have to hope that the Rockies are going to get a massive second half from their starters and hope that these starters that have already shown concerning trends of regression are going to be back to their old selves, back to their the, the competitive times, back to the, the uh, their years ago pre-surgical performances. So, so my questions and, 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 my, and my issues with the Rockies, again, are more so focused on the front office. And I, and I wonder if that's how Rockies fans are feeling. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the focus shouldn't be so much on the front office, but it, it, the front office is intertangled and, interwe- and, and connected to every part of this franchise, every decision that's made. So, so you can't really forget about it. And most, and most people when criticizing the Rockies, call for a sell of the team and, and call for a lot of other things. So the focus is on the front office. I think some of the best changes the Rockies could make would be within their organization for this team to go out and bring in new ideas. We've talked about this in other off seasons. This is now entering off season number three since I was it, one was a weird off season with the strike. Anyway, the plan for the Rockies will only come together if the leadership in charge truly believes in this team, which it seems like they do with their confidence, but not only truly believe in this team, but believe in the times to punt and make changes and make the appropriate changes. And I just don't think they will, even with what they showed us this year. At the trade deadline, et cetera, and 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 moving on again. I I do give. I think that was a moment for Rockies fans to to raise your eyebrow and 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 say, "That's interesting." 
But if a team doesn't experience any other changes outside of a, a, a trade away at the deadline after losing 103 games, after now three seasons in a row of, of regression and bad play, that's a bigger that's the bigger issue. So I think what needs to happen to get Rockies fans, what needs to change to get Rockies fans to buy in, it's this team needs to reevaluate the organization from within the front office, reevaluate the coaching staff. They're not going to fire Bud Black. We know that. We, we that one ain't going to happen. But pitching, like 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 that that one has to be looked at this offseason. You have to reevaluate your 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 approach to pitching, your philosophy to coaching pitching because it's been bad. B A D exclamation point underline. Yes, there are moments of great bullpen point. Yes, there's a blah 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 blah. blah. I, we saw what happened. We've seen the lack of depth. So this organization needs to do something to address that, and I don't think they will. That's what's that. It's just that's what gets me fired up. Because I think the window and the attention, the window of opportunity is already so hard to open for the Rockies. And getting attention, even within your own market, is going to get even harder as Deion Sanders dominates Boulder, as the Broncos continue to be part of the undeniable machine of the NFL, no matter how bad or how many historic losses they have. And the Avs and the Nuggets are great. And Denver University is great at hockey. And, and there's just so many things. And, and like I said, and, and mentioned off the top, the potential expansion of a team that plays in the summer. The Rockies' domination, the Rockies' potential domination of the summer and domination of that part of the country, country's attention when it comes to being a, an, an area that serves a few sports. They're not the biggest sports, but the states, but could be the general interest for them has fallen flat. And I hope that this 30 years, I hope that this celebratory season is one that brings change. Because I want Rockies fans back and I want Rockies fans bought in. But the current status quo isn't going to allow for that. Uh Wanted to highlight an important thing that I saw so far in the playoff games that I have watched, and it's something we've talked about before, and it's something we got to highlight because it signifies the importance of a player like Nolan Jones and the power heat up that he had at the end of the season and, and through his at-bats and the significance of why hitting 20 home runs is a good thing. Let's do that coming up in segment number three. But first, we are really Really excited to talk to you about bird dogs and bird dogs, folks. They are my favorite shorts that I've 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 had. They are so they are perfect for the office. And then when you roll right from the office to the movie theater or the bar or wherever you want to go, bird dogs have you covered. And they got you covered not only with the uh, wonderful shorts I was rocking yesterday. Since it's gotten a little cooler out here in the Pacific Northwest. I've been rocking. I rocked the jogger long pants and they worked great too. perfect because like I said, went right to the gym in those bad boys was able to walk right around and it's flexible. I love the inner lining and my favorite. They got pockets galore. So many great pockets, including zipper pockets, which I think are the underappreciated pocket of pants bird dogs. They make you look good. They make you feel good. They help sculpt you. They helped everything look good. And you 
can check out birddogs.com slash locked on MLB to get a free bird dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on MLB for a free water bottle at checkout. So not only are you going to get your next favorite pair of shorts, you're going to get a cool little swag gift as well. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. All right, folks, uh, so playoff baseball is happening right now, and you might be noticing what uh, some of these teams that have had success and some of the teams that won, including the Rangers uh, today. Did they uh, Did they win? Did they? I believe they ended up uh, winning. Is that game over? Yeah, 7-1 to one as the Rangers sweep away the Rays. You want to know what was a big part of that? The long ball. You want to know what helped out Minnesota in game one? The long ball. Home runs are key. And a reminder that this is a Rockies team that finished in the bottom half. Not even just the bottom half, but the bottom five in baseball. The Rockies only uh, at this point are, uh, were tied with the Milwaukee Brewers, which is kind of interesting because they're, they're home runs, hitting a bunch of home runs doesn't necessarily correlate to, to, to playoff performance and playoff importance, but it's the important X factor. Milwaukee was the victim of it yesterday uh, against the Diamondbacks. The big part there was the Diamondbacks were able to use the long ball there. But they were only three ahead of the Rockies. The Rockies finished the year at 163. Milwaukee Brewers 165 and uh, the Diamondbacks tied with the Marlins at 166. So it's not important. But when you when you get that home run, that it, it is just the energy from it, the momentum swing from it, the the, the significance of the swing. You're seeing it on full display. Being able to have depth in your lineup and, and people that are able to hit home runs throughout your lineup are so important because that, you know, you flash forward ahead here now. The Blue Jays find themselves, I'm going through playoff teams and their home runs here. Orioles and the Blue Jays are, are basically right in the middle of the pack. But then you go up, the biggest X factor about the Braves and the Dodgers and the Minnesota Twins, who are a team that strike out a ton, the most in baseball this year, uh, by the way, with the Rockies coming in third place. But they're able to navigate that because they're coming up big with home runs. They're when they are, even though they're swinging and missing, when they are getting power hits, they're effective. Two hundred and thirty-three home runs for the uh, for the Twins this year, and that again, just look at yesterday in the playoffs, especially in the playoffs. Those home runs matter. So when we see Nolan Jones get to that 20 home run mark, when we see Ezekiel Tovar hitting more home runs than possible or, or than we thought, and when we see Brendan Rodgers get into a groove of hitting multiple home runs, those are good signs because those type of players that are going to add home run depth to the lineup and home run potential, which will be crucial and huge, not only in gay, close games in the regular season, but when they find themselves hopefully playing October baseball. So, I just wanted to, uh, to to briefly mention that Rangers up there as well. The Rangers certainly dominating uh, or dominated the, uh, the the Rays with a little help of poor defense from from Tampa Bay as well. But the Rangers are up there at 233 home runs, and the Rays at 230 home runs. The Astros, the Phillies, so a good chunk of these playoff teams are up there. It's certainly not synonymous with them, but when you're able to add that X factor, that's a big deal. When you're able to be that much better at hitting home runs than your opponent, it makes your offense the bigger threat, and it makes you able to take down things, especially when you're counting on. If you're able to blow up a game early with a home run, say you're going up against Milwaukee and they're really good pitching staff, 
if you can get out and get ahead early with even a solo shot or a, or a two-run blast, that's exactly the way to capture the momentum and get you rolling for the postseason. So I really want to see the Rockies uh, become a more a, a bigger threat when it comes to power, and I really want to see uh, uh, these guys continue to, uh, to, to make strides to being a team that hits more home runs because the Rockies will be a team that benefits greatly from that and it should be uh it should be a tool for the rockies not a hindrance and and it really shouldn't the 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 team that gets tagged with the most offensive friendly ballpark in baseball shouldn't be at the bottom of the list when it comes to hitting home runs folks that's going to do it for today's episode of locked on rockies thank you so much for joining us today we'll be back in action with you tomorrow here on the locked on podcast network we are on the locked on rockies youtube channel where you can be part of the show by posting your comments let me know what it's going to take for you to buy in as a Rockies fan for 2024. And uh, you can make your second listen to Locked On Broncos, Locked On Avalanche, Locked On Nuggets, and Locked On Buffs podcasts. Like I said, lots going on in Colorado sports, and the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered. Until next time, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Rockies podcast.